This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree <laughs> on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergeff. Thanks for joining us for the podcast once again today as we crank up another week here on Todd and Friends. And as he does, he kicks off the week. Greg Snow joining us via the telephone this morning as he was on the road this weekend and still waiting to get home here on a Monday morning. Hopefully we can get you home here before too long, Greg. But uh, you were uh, off traveling a little bit. So did you get a chance to watch uh, the Timberwolves or the NFL playoffs or anything? Or were you a busy guy this weekend? Uh, yeah, I got to watch pretty much everything, and that Good. was the reason for coming down to Larchwood. We hang out here and uh, uh, work, watch a few games and uh, put a few bets up there and sure. have some fun with it. And uh, We really uh, have a good time. We used to go down to Iowa, but now we, we come uh, this way. And, of course, it got so extremely cold down here. It was a negative 30-degree wind chill or something, or maybe even more, that my, my vehicle locked up. Oh, no. And so, yeah, I'm still, I'm still stuck down here trying to get home. Well, and, that, uh, and that's that's kind of uh, why I'm still around and not able to make it in the studio today. All right. Well, but you watch plenty of games and so forth then. But let's start with the Timberwolves before we go to the NFL. And I'm glad I don't wager on games anymore. I haven't for many years because I would have been on the Cowboys and they got blown out by the Packers. Uh, but let's talk Timberwolves first. Uh, boy, uh, another win against a quality veteran club with stars up and down the lineup. I'm I'm always hopeful that teams aren't load managing their star players against the Timberwolves so we can actually see them play against the best teams with their best players. Now, the Clippers didn't have Zubats, but they had everybody else. They had all the big name guys playing and the nice win for the Wolves, and they were really in control for most of the game. I'm so happy you started with the Timberwolves, Todd. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even... I can't even explain to you how uh, much that makes me smile (laughs) because the T-Wolves are my favorite squad. Of course, with the Vikings out, we're going to bury this Cowboy game in a minute. But the fact is that the T-Wolves are playing some fun basketball. Zubak is a problem, by the way. So I would have loved to have seen him. Uh, That guy's been putting double-doubles up all over the place. And not like small double-doubles. He's been playing well, and I think he's a large part of their success. It's a big drop-off when they go to Tease or even Mason Plumley finally played a little bit last night. But uh, I've been hard on Jade McDaniels recently, Todd. I probably you, We haven't talked about it a lot on this show, but I've, I've been hard on him on Twitter. And last night he, uh, he came to play, and that's, it's a huge deal. It's a huge reason, and he's a huge piece to if the Timberwolves play well or don't play well because when he's rolling, his offense-defense game um, is such a, such a catalyst for this squad. And last night... What were they up sixteen with four and a half to go, and it felt like they could coast. Yeah. Um, but then, hey, the Clippers are good. Yeah. They, they're the hottest team in basketball right now. So yep. to survive a run and to have Rudy Gobert hit some clutch free throws, yeah, we'll take that all day. You know, it's interesting. Um, uh, our friend Matt Williams, who uh, will have the uh, Cardinal game, uh, girls game at home tonight for you. He uh, he said he never used to watch the NBA. All he watched was college. And then in, in, when the Wolves made the big trade for Gobert, and I started hammering on him, as I have been for a while, that he should watch the NBA because, well, it is the best players. Why would you not watch the best players? He said he started watching the NBA more uh, a couple of years back and uh, said that it, it, the biggest difference to him between the NBA and college is that NBA players make shots. 
They make big shots. They make covered shots. They hit open threes. It's just a lot uh, better game. He said the guys are just a lot more skilled and talented at the NBA level. And I said, well, that's not a surprise to you, is it? <laughs> he said, no, it isn't. But uh, I don't think he understood, as many don't. The Wolves play defense. You know, they gave up 100 points last night, but they played great defense. There's just a lot of possessions uh, in, in an NBA game, and when you have the skilled uh, players that cl- the Clippers have, to hold them to 105 was pretty good. Yeah, Gobert really did a great job on that drop coverage on uh, Kawhi Leonard, which, again, has been a concern at times, but uh, the defense is, looks good, Todd. They look like they're more in sync. Now, what does that mean to the average eye, right? There's so many people that have come to the – uh, come to the Timberwolves this year because, oh, hey, they're winning. I had three friends here this weekend that were like, yeah, let's put a little cash on the T-Wolves. And I'm like, you guys hate the NBA. What are you doing? <laughs> and they're like, well, you know, and you could see it in their eyes. It's going, better. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, so anyway, so I, you know, we have to re, re um, what, educate those people. But that team defense concept of helping your partner out when he gets beat, um, being there to, to rotate on coverages up on the perimeter, the Wolves, and I give Mike Conley a ton of credit for this because he's the professional in the room, right? And so he's the guy who's trying to help everybody and what their responsibilities are. And it's clicking right now. Will it click the rest of the year? Well, we're going to wait and find out. But this team looks ready to withstand some uh, some tough nights, and that's why the playoff series are seven games, though, because you, you will lose one or two. You just won't have it all going, or the other team is just that much better. But this T-Wolves team, Todd, looks like they could make a run in the Western Conference this year. I agree. And, you know, there was a faction of fans and others uh, who thought that the Wolves might be better off uh, with Carl Anthony Towns playing for somebody else. But there's an old saying in, uh, uh, among GMs in, in basketball that whoever gets the best player in a trade won the trade. Uh, and... Whoever you're not going to get a better player than Carl Anthony Towns in trade. The only way I would make that trade is if they weren't in contention and you could recoup some of the draft picks for Gobert. But they are. So I would like to see the Timberwolves add to the current roster, bring in another shooter. I think the second unit uh, uh, could still use a little more of an offensive punch there. They don't have enough shooters since Kyle Anderson has forgotten how to shoot the basketball. So they, I would like to see him do that. But honestly, I don't know what they have for assets to trade that, that you would be willing to because you're not going to trade you know, any of your starting five uh, at this point. So who's left after that? Probably not going to trade Nas Reed. They wouldn't have signed him to a contract extension if that was going to happen. So, and they've traded off all their draft picks. So I don't know. You tell me, Greg, is there any, do they have any ammo to actually pick up a decent player? You know, you're not wrong in any of this, Todd. The only guy they have left to move is Kyle Anderson. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who's making a decent amount of money because in the NBA, and we mentioned this last week, you have to, you have to trade salaries. Yep. You can't just trade somebody for a first-round draft pick. That doesn't work in the NBA. So uh, Kyle Anderson would be about it. Um, I, I still think there's a little firepower in the bench that, uh, for some reason, Finchie hasn't tapped into more, and that is uh, Troy Brown Jr., Mm-hmm. He had a really good stretch in there, and I think he needs to find him some minutes. Uh, he's done a good job with finding some from McLaughlin, but last night he didn't play him at all. Mm-hmm. He only played eight guys, yep. which in the NBA, that's very rare, Todd. That is just, you don't play eight. And a lot of teams play nine, ten because it's a long season. Mm-hmm. But Finchie must have wanted that game last night because he didn't play any of them. And Shake Milton is out of the rotation, which I don't think any Wolves fan is uh, opposed to. 
Uh, and he's not a shooter at all. No. But I don't think he's tradable, Todd. I don't think anybody wants him. Yeah. So Kyle Anderson is it. If you see a deal, that's what's coming because you nailed it. Top five aren't going anywhere. And I know you keep bringing this up because I was the guy that said trade Carl. No, I know no, you do. No, that's- it was Sean. He was just beating that drum for months to trade Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, in this pro- whole offseason, yep. I was trade Carl for a bag of donuts. Yep. Uh, but now, right now, I am I am backtracking off of that statement, and I will say I was wrong, and I think we got to run this out. Um, my, my point was I think this is Carl's ninth year, and for yep. eight years he's done nothing to elevate the team. Well, I think he's taken a back seat and been okay with it. I don't know if he's great with it. I think he's just okay with it, and that's a big deal because – Anthony Edwards has to be your guy, even though he's a turnover machine right oh now. Oh, my gosh. And had another one late last night. Terrible. Though. Terrible. Yeah, what's going Terrible. on? I mean, I mean, he's a terrific player, but he could be so much better. Uh, I guess it just takes time. Like, I uh, I think I was talking to you last, last week when we were uh, saying, well, when is Edwards going to grow up? Uh, well, he's still young. He's only 22. Yeah, but he's got 250 NBA games under his right. career. That's not a young player anymore. It's time for no. him to figure it out. No, you're right. He's got to lean into superstar status, which hopefully will happen in the next, you know, if not this year, sooner. Because you're right, those turnovers are costly. And even last night's turnover, was it didn't cost us, right? But it could have. I mean, Westbrook makes that layup, or, I mean, the time was kind of running out, but or they hit a quick three. I mean, the Timberwolves can't afford to lose those possessions for no reason. Yeah. I mean, there's none, Todd. You yeah. should be at the free throw line. And so I uh, heard Jim Peterson say, there was no reason for that pass. Yeah. And just something isn't quite clicking there for him to value. You know, my coaches used to beat this into our heads. Value the basketball. Hmm. It's got to be valuable to you. And, of course, as a 17-, 18-year-old, what does that mean, coach? I don't yeah. know. And they're just telling you, don't give away costly turnovers. Don't those live ball turnovers or those stupid passes – what are you doing? Make mm-hmm. the smart play. Yep. Doesn't mean you're never going to have a turnover, but Anthony Edwards has had games of six turnovers, yeah. and that is just unheard of. Or worse. He's had more than that even, I think, a, a time or two. Yeah, it's been a struggle uh, for him, and and Finch just keeps hammering away on ball movement as when we play our best offense. And Edwards ignores that. He totally ignores it. When, when he has the ball in his hands, he's going to dribble and shoot. Now, last night got a little bit better, uh, with some of that, he did move the ball around uh, a little better last night. And then what happened? He only took 16 shots and had 33 points. So I hope he takes that to heart and sees when he plays within the framework of the offense, they're a better team, much better than when he's standing out there dribbling and heaving up uh, contested threes after dribbling out the entire shot clock. So I, I, I he can get better yet, which, which is kind of scary. Room for improvement That's with Edwards. That's the fun part, Tom. He's yeah. saying all the right things, and he can get better. And I think he will. But, yeah, great night for the T-Wolves. Beat the best, the hottest team in the West right now. We're still the best team, but OKC scares me a little bit. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on them. Yeah. All right, let's talk NFL playoffs a little bit. Like I referenced, I'm glad that I don't uh, you know, wager on games anymore because I really thought the Cowboys would just blow the Packers out of the water. I thought the Packers would be one of those teams that's just happy to be here. Nobody thought we would make the playoffs. And then the Cowboys were so good at home, they hadn't lost in like 490 calendar days at home uh, to just get boat raced by the Packers. That was the biggest surprise of the weekend to me. Oh, without a, here's how here's how big it was, Todd. 
I turned on Get Up this morning, which is an ESPN show. It yep. starts at 8. Yep. And it is now, I don't know, 45 minutes in, and that's all they've talked about. Yeah. They haven't gone to any of the other playoff games. And there was three other games played. Yep. Yep. They haven't talked about any of them. It's only about the seven seed beating the two seed and how bad this paint, or this uh, Packers secondary is and how uh, Dak should have been able to, to you know, to pull, pick them apart. But here we go at home where they haven't lost. Dallas has been awesome at home. They just lay this egg and go down 27-0. Basically four touchdowns. There's a yeah. extra point in there yeah. if you didn't watch it. But four touchdowns down, and then they get going. And then Dak throws for 380-some, or I don't even know where he ended up with. 403. Even, um, what, what, how much was it? 403. <laughs> Yeah, yards. but 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 what three hundred of it was total goal. garbage, right? Yeah, he has a gall to say that Dak had a decent game, yeah. and I'm like, oh no, yeah, it's the Kirk Cousins syndrome. Yeah, you end up with so many yards, but you you buried the team early yep. that nobody thought for a minute they were coming back to win. Nobody. Yep. Yep. And even Green Bay didn't think so because they pulled Jordan Love, ended up having to put him back in, but they thought they were good. There was it was never it was never a doubt. Yeah. So. Yeah, Todd, that was incredible. I'm shocked that right now Mike McCarthy still has a job. Yeah. Uh, well, it's coming, I would think. Uh, really, you'd be shocked if they if they, uh, if they they keep him? That would shock you if they didn't fire well, Mike McCarthy? Well, he's got one year left on the deal, so yeah. it kind of makes sense to move on. That's typically a time when they do not too many, um, what do they call it, lame duck coaches out there. It doesn't work out too well for anybody. Yeah, except typically. Jerry Jones. He does that with Jerry his coaches. Jones, he does that with his did. coaches. He did it twice with, with Garrett, his previous coach. So that's true. Yep, he's yep. the one guy who has a lot of history of doing it. So yep, yep. he might. Yep. Um, again, Dak's ready for an extension, I guess. And it's like, oh boy, how much you want to pay that? Yeah. Um, I mean, he'll give you. I mean, he was probably going to finish in the top three in MVP voting. So yep. is he worth the top of the line? Is he going to be worth fifty-five million or whatever the number is for those? That type of quarterback? Ooh. Yeah, I know. I didn't see that yesterday, Todd. Yeah, I didn't I didn't either. I didn't see that at all. You know, he was a fourth-round draft pick uh, back in the day, and it's really kind of overachieved to get into this position. But, you know, there's there's things that separate great quarterbacks from merely good ones, which I think now we just put Dak in the merely good quarterback. And that's they, they, they play great in big games, and they don't turn the ball over uh, in big games. And Dak can't say that, 2-5 and five in the postseason. He lets the pressure get to him a little bit. He takes it on himself too much, it seems. Yeah, it, it really does. And that first interception where he tried to lead the receiver, I don't know if Cooks was one step short. Granted, it was a great catch by Alexander, but the throw was not that great. And and his best receiver was one-on-one coverage right over the top of that. Yeah. So it didn't make a whole lot of sense. The decision-making is what I'm questioning. Even yeah. that, that second interception, the pick six, I mean, he should know the coverage that they're in and, should have been able to um, diagnose that, but yeah. maybe he's just not making the right reads and the right decisions. Yeah, hard. And it look. comes in the playoffs, Todd. The most important time, isn't that why you pay a guy? Yeah, that kind of money. It to win the biggest games. That's right. If 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 he thinks he's a fifty million dollar quarterback, yeah, I agree. You can't pay him that. He just he hasn't proved he can win in the playoffs. Period. Uh, here's another yeah, example. Perfect. So. He's got to be a mid-tier pay, and again, he and his agent are going to say, well, no, we can't play for that. And yeah. then somebody else will have to either make the mistake or he'll go somewhere else. 
And I think I don't know what his deal is. Have you seen Todd? Has he got one more year left? Yeah, one year left. But it, but you know NFL contracts are squirrely. Who can name? I think yeah. there could be voidable years. That's like Kirk Cousins. We think he's an unrestricted free agent. Well, sure, but the Vikings still owe him like twenty eight million dollars uh, from deferred right. money. So uh, it's it's uh, I th- I think he still has a full year left on his contract. But again, NFL contracts are kind of squirrely to figure out. Yeah. Hey, uh, so I'm I'm not surprised at all that Joe Flacco was terrible uh, over the weekend. Uh, you know, he had eight interceptions in the five games uh, in the regular season when everybody was singing his praises. Well, he did throw eight picks and nine touchdowns or ten. So it's not like he was perfect, but coming from the quarterbacking that they had been getting, I guess, from their backups is why everybody got kind of excited about Flacco. But really the story is C.J. Stroud, not Joe Flacco. C.J. Stroud, a first-round rookie. How'd you like to be a Carolina Panthers fan? And and you passed uh, on him uh, to take, what's the quarterback's name in Carolina, Bryce. the former? Yeah, Bryce Young. Bryce Young, yeah. Not a good pick. Uh, that, that's the hardest one to swallow, right? Yeah. Is that you sit there and you watch it and you think, could that have been us? Yeah. But now I will say the pieces around CJ are a little better than the pieces around Bryce Young. So yes. that, that's a big difference maker there. But Something about having a quarterback who can make the right decisions, and it looks like CJ's making all of them right now. And yeah, yeah for him to already tie Kirk Cousins in playoff wins, nobody likes to hear that because uh, wins aren't a QB stat from what we hear. But he looks <laughs> really good. And again, we we had the same thing, Todd. We didn't think that Flacco was going to keep it going, and he looked like. Um, one of my buddies says. There's a reason these guys weren't in the league for forever. There's a reason, and it has to show up at <laughs> yeah, some point. That's right. And Flacco's been out for a bunch of years, so yeah. it doesn't make sense that he would keep that uh, hot streak going. But, yeah, um, yeah it, it showed exactly how we thought as well. Yeah. Hey, uh, so what did you feel about the NFL going peacock only on the uh, Chiefs and Dolphins? You know, I didn't get too upset about it, but maybe that's partly because my wife and I have Peacock, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I, I, I own it already, and we already use it. So maybe I should have been more upset about it. But I saw Charles Barkley's comments, and I'm like, well. I didn't see his. What did he say? Oh, Charles said it's a Bush League, and it's just a money grab. And, again, I sat there, and I thought, well, be careful, my man. The NBA might go there someday. Oh, yeah. You know, you got to. You got to be careful what you say, but well, he might say um, it about that too. He's pretty outspoken. I don't think he cares he what is. he says or what people think. So I and hope he does say it about pretty, the NBA if they do that. He's typically pretty consistent, but yep, yep. yeah, I, I think there's a lot of people who said, "No, I'm not paying for one game. It's not happening." Yeah, and I don't blame them, and I'm glad they didn't. Uh, but it was a it was an interesting game. I don't know if you got to see it. But, yep, I did. Uh, yep. You know the the temperatures and. Uh, you know, Mahomes was good. We were guessing that was going to happen as well and uh, that they would handle their business against a warm-weather team that yeah. doesn't play very well in the cold weather typically. Yeah. It was only played in like five games under 46-degree temperature. Yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, it, the, the uh, final result was kind of what everybody expected, I think. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I liked the Dolphins. I enjoyed their season. I watched the uh, some of the HBO show, they had the in-season hard knocks with them. And, and I, I did like the team. I feel bad that it kind of ended with a thud uh, for them. But they might be back next year, although they have a big question at quarterback as well. Two is up for a contract, and we'll see if he gets it or not. We're all out of time here. Uh, Greg, safe travels on your way home. Thanks, Todd. We'll try to get home today. Greg Snow on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 
Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.